0: Hello, welcome to the Lucid Body House podcast. Today, I'm very excited to be interviewing Monica Gossman. She's a Lucid Body teacher. Uh, she's a—I was going to say quadruple threat. She's really a quin, quintuple threat. She's a dancer, actress, choreographer, director, and writer. She was born and raised bilingually, German and Russian, in Alma Ata, Kazakhstan. At the age of six, she moved with her family to Germany. In 2007, she graduated from the famous Moscow Art Theater School. And then in 2014, lucky me, she became a lucid body teacher and has taught all over the world. Now actually has a full-time job at the University of Florida. She's written her first musical, Dorian, based on Oscar Wilde's The Picture of Dorian Gray, which has been contracted by Rodgers and Hammerstein. She wrote a play, Humboldt, which she also directed. It premiered in Osco, Omsk, Berlin, and Beirut in 2019. Most recently, and why we're talking today, is she starred in David Fincher's latest movie, Mank, with Gary Oldman. Monica played the supporting role of Fraulein Frieda. The movie will be screened in a few days, I think on the 4th, and this is what we're going to be talking about today. Monica, welcome. Thank you, Faye. I'm so excited to be here (laughs) and to have the possibility to talk to you about this. Yeah. I mean, when is it that one of my lucid body community people is in such a famous and amazing movie? So I asked Monica- Pretty often, isn't it? Not very often. Not very (laughs) often. Maybe you don't hear about it. Yeah, maybe. But we- I first... So, Menk, tell us what... Just the basic premise of the movie. It is about Herman Mankiewicz.
1: He was the scriptwriter of the famous movie Citizen Kane, mm-hmm. which um, came out in the 40s. And um, it's based on, on how he wrote the script, um, how all of this uh, was done, and also it goes back to the time in hollywood in the 30s and
0: 40s my favorite era it's, it's a biopic yeah it's a yeah, biopic it's a biopic and mm-hmm. is it historical fiction or is it does it sort of move away f- around the truth or is it it moves around the truth like
1: mostly it's not 100% but um, you know it moves around
0: <laughs> it's really exciting i mean citizen kane is such a famous wonderful movie so to get to underneath it all is pretty exciting. It's, it's opening on December 4th, right? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it, it, you, you can already see it in theaters, but it has the premiere um, on Netflix on the 4th. Unfortunately, because of COVID, um, the theater run was very um, limited. Right. Right.
0: So three people in the house. <laughs> if so (laughs) red carpet with one person (laughs) not even okay no carpet okay so online carpet (laughs) yeah (laughs) or a carpet (laughs) cover with plastic um okay so tell me about your character because what we're going to do in this podcast is actually Talk about how she used the lucid body process for her character. This is very exciting because this, the community of people listening, Monica are all lucid body nerds, mm-hmm. so we can <laughs> get into it. So, so yeah,
1: yeah. It started actually. It started like what I do. I didn't do anything different than that normally uh, work It's with the casting. I have to do and most actors have to do so the casting process is about self-taping as we know in nowadays more so than Mm -hmm. ever and even so the casting was due in august last year so 2019 Mm -hmm. and um that was already self-tape and so what i did i did what i've learned from you (laughs) And what I'm trying to teach as well. I did the breakdown, the lucid body breakdown, I call it, with Persona Shadow Child Need. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I call diagnosing it... the character. Diagnose exactly. The character. Because you only have a few hours to do so. I learned the text after the diagnosis and kind of connected it. I made, made it close to the bone, right? I connected that. Um, and Then I shot it like four times. And I knew one take, I knew, I remember my my husband is an actor. He was helping me. Um, And I remember that I knew this is going to be the tape that I'm sending in because I could feel that that layering was just happening and something even beyond that. You know, if you're a lucid body nerds, you know that there is this moment where you kind of like control it and then you let it go. And that happened. I was able to let it go, and something else happened on top of that that is, was kind of not in my control. And I knew this is going to be the one tape that I have to send in. Um, so, just
0: to go back a little mm-hmm. bit, when you said you for the tape, did you so you read the whole script in no. order to diagnose? No. So, you just had to di- diagnose from the sides they sent you? Yeah,
1: the scene. Because that's what you normally get, because if you're not Gary Oldman, you're getting a scene, most likely, because there, there are always questions about, um, you know, um, rights. So people okay. are afraid to send out the whole script because it can even the sides, they have your name on it. So if that gets out somehow, people know how to track you, right, mm-hmm. because it's so misused, you're no- normally are getting just one scene. And you have to bounce off of that scene and a little description maybe or a super small summary from what you get out
0: of the script. So you're diagnosing, you're doing a full three-layer diagnosis on that one scene, which yes. uh, perhaps I imagine would change once you get into the whole movie. Yes. Once you got cast. Absolutely. But just for our, for our actors out there, so can you even remember that the 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 layers you chose for this character. What was she like?
1: What um, is she like?
0: I mean, she represents
1: Nazi Germany, or being an immigrant coming to the states, being saved uh, by Mankowitz, um, and coming to the states during the war. So I definitely that was my first thing to go like implode it
0: first. So she was Jewish running, no, or she German. was a Nazi German. running from? No, she, she was wasn't German.
1: a Nazi. She was just a, a a German living in the Nazi time, right. because that that was more likely to be happening that people were in the regime and not so much Nazis. Um, yeah, uh, and so she was able to to run away because of Mankiewicz. He paid for like for a whole village to come to. The States Wow, so that I knew from the sides, then I knew from the sides I knew that she must be German, her age I knew, and that she's a- so nurturing was in there also, right, so well, I that exploded impl- too explode to implode first, and then I put some heart in it because <laughs> you know that felt correct to me um yeah and then and that's what i worked with and as you said that's what i worked with for the casting and then um it changed because i full script when once i read it and once i talked to the director in which way we're going um so what was remarkable (laughs) because you do this scene and then you get that call back and you, then you you i had another call first of all i had a call back with the casting director and then i had a call back with fincher himself mm-hmm. so and obviously each time we would be doing something they gave me notes that i can translate into the lucid body language obviously right if it's like do it faster or do it louder or these notes right um So, but I must say David Fincher is also very precise about what he wants. He doesn't only give these notes. He's very special because he knows exactly what, what, um, what he wants. And he's actually a super lucid body person. Like, I don't even know how actors who are not physically trained are surviving on his set. Wow. So (laughs) give me an
0: example of a, of a kind of direction that you could then, uh, Translate into the lucid body vocabulary?
1: Well, I mean, I, I, oh, I wouldn't remind, I, I i can't remember it that precise anymore. But he would be, uh for example, giving you things like work, like she, it's not her place, it's something new to her, it's something that she doesn't know, right? And that's mm-hmm. obviously imploded first,
0: mm-hmm.
1: for example. But um, being on set with him means he wants you actually to be a dancer in terms of the body knowledge that you need to have in the room. So he wants you to sit exactly the same way, to move exactly the same way on exactly the same moment. So there is a scene where I'm massaging uh me meaning Gary Oldman. I know a lot of women are like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're kind so of so, jealous.
1: So I'm massaging Gary. And everyone stops <laughs> listening to what I'm saying afterwards, right? But, <laughs> <laughs> but um going back to the character and the work, so I would massage him while he had a conversation uh on the phone and fincher wanted me to have the exact movements on the exact words so as you can imagine and he would see if it's not that way done right that's also crazy that he would see that right
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so i came up with a massage choreography that i had to adjust because as you can imagine the pace of the language is not always the same or the scene, right? Sometimes someone holds a pause longer or speaks much faster, right? So, so massage, the massage had to kind of fit that because of the
0: con- like, um, continuity later, yeah, the continuity. So, so, right, so it sounds like there's a very specific. Movement rhythm that he wanted that character to retain mm-hmm. throughout the movie is that yes. right? Not consistency. only consistency, yeah, that everyone had their own what we call element rhythm, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, very particular, um, uh, nervous system, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So he sees that completely. He like, he, he is a lucid body person, absolutely, and then he calls it behavior, right. Mm-hmm. Behavior over time, meaning you, you, you repeat that physical knowledge over and over, so it becomes yours. Right. Right? Yes, yes. That we call a repetition in theater, which yeah. you normally don't have uh, in film, right? You don't have the time for it. Well, Fincher makes you do 80 takes because he wants you to have that rhythm. Yeah, fully embodied. Bones. Yes, mm-hmm. and then he starts yes. to work on adjustments and notes, little notes. So you do make mistakes mm-hmm. that are your shadow character's mistakes, and that's what.
0: Then he wants them right because it's the yes, you mm-hmm. slash the character A B becomes C, then mm-hmm. uh, make the yeah. mistakes, and then it's a little mm-hmm. shadow entry yeah
1: so so he's very um if you if you like all of that then you can't get enough working with him
0: mm. if you don't
1: like it or you end it i don't think it's going to be easy on set with him be- be- mm. i mean maybe because on the uh, um on the other hand there is no actor who comes out of a shooting day with fincher going like i feel like i haven't worked <laughs> right mm. so and it, we we all want to work we all all if we love that job that's the best thing you can get to walk mm-hmm. out being totally done and totally overworked because it's a great feeling to have the whole system um once you know completely worked through
0: yeah what a great experience mm-hmm. for you absolutely yeah. Was there, so how did you eventually diagnose the character? Once you got into, what was the big shadow for Fraulein? What is it, Freda? Freedom. Freda.
1: <clears throat> so I kept, um, what, what was new was the imploded fifth, because she imploded fifth. is in tw- fifth, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's in 12 scenes and she speaks in three. Oh, right. So this character was completely based on body (laughs) and imploded fifth.
0: And imploded fifth sometimes is so connected to imploded one. For people who don't know your lucid body language, imploded fifth means when the throat feels unable to speak um, openly. And imploded one is when there's a fear for one's survival. And then, uh, mm-hmm. of course, they connect.
1: Yeah, so this is what I had for her. I put the imploded fifth into the persona. Mm-hmm. The imploded first in the shadow. Mm-hmm. Um second was also in the persona
0: because it's clearly mm-hmm. the nurse. And all that massaging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> Harry, <laughs> she's exploded the nurse.
1: too <laughs> Oh, I- <laughs> And job to do i'm
0: talking about professionally now <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh was there a child need or
1: yeah i kept the imploded heart because oh. it was not only for the child needs it was yeah connect so i connect that also with the character Menk. i think she was kind of also in love with him oh mm-hmm.
0: yeah So imploded, I mean, that's bringing up sadness and grief. When you said it, I immediately thought, well, she had to leave her home. And Mm -hmm. there's a a certain loss and grief attached to that. But unrequited love, of course, would also make one have that sense of sadness weighing on you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's where I landed uh, with her. Mm -hmm. But again, with me also talking a lot, we had... I had six days of rehearsals with David Fitcher for that role. You know, six days. That's just unbelievable. Unheard of in the film
0: world, right?
1: Unheard of. And I had 16 shooting days and six rehearsal days, which is unbelievable because he wanted us all to be. So our characters, Gary Oldman's Menk, Uh, then um, Houseman and uh, there was another woman called uh, Rita Alexander played by Lily Collins and my character, I mean uh, the the Rita Alexander was um, a secretary who would write down the script Mm -hmm. and my character, the, the nurse, we were set in 1940 while Mankiewicz was writing the script and then The film is based on flashbacks also into the 30s in Hollywood. So our little team, so we were always together. And Mm -hmm. it was important for Fincher to really work on that atmosphere and the connection between us, that energy that we share in the room, Mm. which is, again, something that I've never experienced in film. That someone is so precise about that.
0: Well, it was going to be one of my questions because I get the question a lot in class. When we start doing physical listening, active space, and we really get a thick, intimate, active space between two people, high stakes two people. And when when an actor starts feeling, oh, how juicy this this attention is, this The physical body is making choices based on the physical body's listening. And it's really exciting. How do you do this when you go to your rehearsal stage or film and the other actor doesn't know this concept of push-pull physical listening? So you kind of answered that a little bit with saying the the team was spending all their time together and it sounded like they were that intimate communication of the body starts to build
1: absolutely yeah yeah it's the same trust it's talking it's being in the room with the other people and also obviously opening to that energy yeah all of them were doing the push pull without knowing the push pull
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and if you're open if, if you don't go like oh they don't know the exercise <laughs> right. right how could you then be open by saying that If you go in there Mm -hmm. and and your senses are open, you're going to connect because you are working with talented people who maybe don't know the wording, but know the feeling and know the the atmosphere that happens or energy when it starts to happen.
0: Well, I always say to people, because we always start the push-pull with the blend, right? Mm -hmm. We become one other person without judgment and we completely surrender to them so i i always say when you get on set or on on stage start to kind of blend with that person they won't know it Mm -hmm. but you're reading their energy and you are not judging them and you're not playing character You're, you're not separating yourself and that's when that also that energetic flow will start to happen because you are making a point of Becoming them in a way. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and I, we do. I have to say also, for example, I mean, it is difficult coming back to that example. Sometimes we would shoot a scene for three days or two days, one scene. That means that sometimes Gary Oldman was a whole day not on camera. Now every other director would say, eh, any kind of assistant, just throw the lines, right? Right. Not Fincher. He's going. He one day Gary Oldman was there in front of him just doing lines, but it was not just doing lines. Oh, so in that environment, that he would always keep that active space as you say and yes. really work with us and this is also not only David Fincher but also Gary Oldman doing that right so there there was no experience of doubles, or yeah. you know I don't I didn't have that experience of I'm not gonna do this now right. we were in it all together and we also had days I had a day where I was not on on, on on the screen and I would be just there to 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 help my colleagues yeah and of course sometimes you go like oh, tired <laughs> <laughs> but then you have to remind yourself like what is this are you what's that what are you doing right now Monica mm-hmm. and it's a good experience to have that and I mm-hmm. remember one day Fincher just wanted my glass and like how her um, how she puts down a, a glass of um, I know, water into the screen but it needed to be me doing that
0: right <gasps> he needed so, your hand and yeah your energy. my hand yeah. and
1: my energy to be doing this and yeah <gasps> and yeah so so of course I, I was always lucky also lucky to be working with the people that i was working with and i grew with them absolutely mm. also besides um the lucid body technique that i no, and also share it with the colleagues, so hopefully <laughs> they awesome. bought the book
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I have one more question mm-hmm. um, so did you so we always talk about when you do your diagnosis and your homework and you're maybe that's shifting while you're rehearsing because you realize this is better than that, or whatever, but you end up finding that shadow's secret that thing that's the character is in conflict with mm-hmm. uh, we always talk about the importance of the divided self that the character's persona is looking one way but underneath is that thing that they're hiding did was your did your character have a moment where the shadow was burst open i mean it, you may not have it's just a question about were you in a position where that shadow became completely revealed after holding it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> nice, satisfying. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it. It's, I all already kind of like said it because if she's imploded all the time in her throat, and she finally has the opportunity to reveal. That's what I was working with.
0: Yeah. So there's suddenly that mm-hmm. fifth chakra is mm-hmm. gushing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the movie mm-hmm. now.
1: Ah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> it's not the biggest role. There's so much more to see, but it's really a fantastic movie. I think it, it just is so interesting, and I, I'm super glad and very honored to be working um, on this project because it it is really. I think, something... I mean, how often do you have the time to, first of all, work with people like this? And secondly, even connected with, like, the era, the Hollywood era of 1930, yeah. where you somehow also connected with Citizen Kane. And then um, David Fincher's father wrote the script. So so the meaning of the script for him was even way more important. And then Eric Rod, who we know, he's he... Um, he is a, a scriptwriter. He worked with Fincher on Benjamin Button, and um, oh. yeah, for example, he did also Forrest Gump, the adaptation oh, yeah. into. So, like, uh, these were the people I, I was able to work with. I mean, so with, wonderful.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, these are the people that chose you to work with them. So yeah, yeah, also I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
1: business connection. I always say that to actors too, to to students. It's also, it's not only you, it's them picking you. So yeah. you don't have to say to every job, yes, if you don't feel, it's yours. If right. you don't feel, it's your people,
0: right? And if you don't feel that it's the environment where you exactly. could flourish. Exactly. If you feel safe, yeah. right? Yeah. This sounds like an extremely satisfying project for you. Absolutely. I'm very proud of you being A lucid body teacher and actress and I can't wait to see it and uh unless you have anything more you want to add
1: yes I want to thank you for doing what you do to all of us (laughs) to all of us with all of us Um... what
0: I do to everyone (laughs) yeah Yeah, what are you
1: doing to (laughs) us
0: (laughs) I am kind of you know doing my thing (laughs) the thing twisting and turning
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm very grateful about that.
0: Yeah. I miss you Monica. I miss, I miss you. you too. Miss you. And I can't wait to get in person with you. Yes. Yes. And say hi to my godson Vincent. I will. <laughs> Thank you for joining <laughs> you for us. Pain. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Simpson with the Lucid Body House podcast. Thank you for listening and go see Monica Gossman in Mank. See you next time.